0: In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a 7-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana four point seven stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. For the perfect last-minute gift, check out Spa Finder. With Spa Finder, send a relaxing spa treatment straight to their inbox without leaving the house. Gift cards can be redeemed in store at thousands of spas and salons nationwide, or online at the Spa Finder Wellness Shop. Spafinder gift cards contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Go to spafinder.com slash podcast fifteen to save fifteen percent or enter the promo code podcast fifteen at checkout.
1: I'm ready. First podcast of twenty eighteen. It is really 2018. I don't... I don't even know what that means. There's no part of me that understands how it could possibly be 2018, but they tell me that it is. Uh, I am still sick. Uh, I'm probably going to spend a lot of this podcast sounding like a frog and coughing. Um, I like frogs. Anyway, this is the first podcast of 2018. Our 2018th podcast. That's not how it works. Absolutely not how it works, No. Um, it is episode fifty nine. Yeah, yeah. I am Cliff Close Johnson.
0: It's a, I'm running up, and I'm the Dylan.
1: He's the Dylan. The Adam is still not here. We love him anyway. Uh, he's just going to have to uh, talk about the games we're looking forward in 2018 by himself next week. He's we, going to do the podcast by himself next week. I think it's only fair. Yeah.
0: We tried to wait for him, but we just couldn't contain ourselves. We just cannot longer. contain ourselves.
1: We had to let it out. It's so exciting. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot a of lot stuff. of things. We love stuff and things. I am a huge fan of stuff and things. So I guess this week we're going to talk about uh, some video game addiction, whether that's real or not. Uh, one of my favorite titles uh, of a article that I've seen in the last little while is written by Gizmodo. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about swatting people and how you should stop it, you stupid, stupid, stupid gamers. Um, and then we're going to talk about games of 2018. Answer a couple questions from Vinny and Joe Coleslaw and uh, my friend Man Socks. Talk cheap free games, and then that'll do it. Um, our list of games from 2018 is long, so uh, that's going to be primarily I lots think of discussion. Lots week. of discussion. It's going to be good. Uh, so that's uh, let's let's start out with what you're playing. Do you want to tell me what you're playing?
0: I can st- I can definitely do you that. can
1: start. Um, Ooh, where do
0: I start? Where do I start? Um, uh, I'm gonna start with "Don't Starve." It's a good place because apparently I've put in over 50 hours into this Holy game. Holy crap! Really? Since I got it on the Steam sale,
1: which is kind of a lot. Or did you just leave it running overnight one time? No. Wow. I've really been play- 50 did, hours.
0: That's probably accounts a very small amount of it, like leaving it on and walking sure, away yeah. for doing minutes, but not not overnight. No, uh, I've definitely played it a lot, and it t- it's taken me that long to get through winter. It doesn't take 50 hours to get through winter, but that's how many times I've had to restart. Do it!
1: Wow, how many hours? And I mean, learn. Like, how many? How much play time is it to get through winter?
0: You know, I feel like I can get to winter in about two hours, two and a half hours. Wow, of playing so
1: like a that, single playthrough, two and a half hours. Two and a half winter. hours
0: to get to winter, and then winter is another hour and a half on top of that i think the winter season is a little shorter than the summer the summer seasons which is hard to tell exactly when it
1: starts because it starts getting cold so it doesn't like keep track of like it's not a game based on like day night cycles or anything it
0: does have a day night cycle and then at day 21 ish it starts getting cold and then it starts snowing so i'm not quite sure exactly how long the day is how many minutes it is sure um Cause, and then that's broken down into daylight, dusk, nighttime, wow. and then it gets bright. And uh, the closer it is to winter, the longer the night is, and the longer dusk is. Oh, so, God, that's cool. It, it's pretty neat, and it definitely, obviously you need more wood during the winter, because you need more light, because yeah. you don't want to be stuck in to- total darkness, And but it's really nice... When you finally get out of the winter and you have more daylight again. Um, I
1: I feel that way exactly right now. Winter is very
0: difficult, though. It is challenging. So it it took me that many playthroughs to to not survive winter, to to really learn how to stockpile enough things um, because – Berries don't grow in the winter. If they're on the bush, you can go pick them. But once they're picked, they're not going to grow. Again. You have to like make a cellar takes, to store your. It ge- takes about five days to grow berries. So once it's after about day fifteen, you're screwed. If you pick a berry, it's not going to grow back before. Wow. So learning these little these little tricks, and yeah, I wasn't actually able to find the robots this game, so I wasn't able to get the gears to build the ice box. Sure, but that's generally a very helpful uh, way to store okay. things. Um, however, I built a lot of crockpots and a lot of jerky racks, and those are able to, I mean, cook really good meals. And you can, if you leave them on the crockpot, they won't spoil once you sure. take them off. Sure. So the same with the jerky rack. Um, so you can hang the meats and let them dry out, and they'll stay fresh until you pick them off. That's crazy. And I think they spoil at a very low rate because yeah. they're jerky. Yeah. Um, and, so learning, and then like replanting, like digging up and fertilizing berry bushes, and creating your own little berry bushery. I mean, that's what I want to call it. I don't know if that's a real word, it's but not, it's most definitely uh, not. I had like twenty berry bushes that I replanted near my thing, and then I got attacked by the the wolves or dogs or boars or whatever they sure. are the evil critters. The evil critters that are around, and somehow they lit fire to my berries, and I was really upset because <laughs> they were separated, so they only burned. A little, a little over bit. Half my berries. Yeah. So I, I still managed to have enough food for winter. Um, I lucked out this time. and had a much better map than the one I had before. Sh- oh, is the map like the map's procedural? All
1: procedural. Oh, so that's each cool. time you
0: play, it's gonna be completely different. And the one I had before, when I almost made it through winter, it was sprawling. Like sure, you were never, you were constantly between two water, two waters, yeah. and like it took you so long to get anywhere, and it was very challenging to really. Because once you had winter, you only have so much time that you can be away without lighting fires along the way to keep warm. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't get anywhere to get more food. Sure. And I just ran out of food, basically. That's crazy. And then had to take desperate measures when I needed food, and then I couldn't actually fight the things. Yeah. Um, This time, I'm I'm choosing my battles wisely. I've killed a bunch of spiders, getting rid of the spiders, getting all that silk, because the silk's really helpful. You'll learn because you can make a tent. You can make the the poofy vests and stuff to keep warm in the winter. You can use this up for a lot of helpful things. Um, um, And yeah, it's, I really enjoy this game, but I'm like out of winter now and I'm good. That's crazy. I'm going to have a whole nother season to really explore and, Build up more farms, build up more berries, and see what happens in season two. So
1: I assume, can you save in the middle of a game?
0: Yeah, it, it constantly is saving, but once you die, you start over. Yeah. You don't get to restart at your last save or anything. Jeez. So um, that's why those... if you can't, if you bash your head against the table too much, you're not gonna want to keep playing this game. Yeah. But if you keep learning and really, okay, I know how to get to the next thing. Because I think the first winner is the hardest. After that, the game should, in theory, get easier sure. as civilization tends to be the more we can be self-sustaining the easier it yeah, yeah, will yeah. get but i'm sure there's going to be more aggressive things later on but i think there's going to be a lot of potentially cool things that you'll get to discover so can you beat this game or is it just like do you think it just goes on forever i think it goes on until you die um there are like boss type things like you do find tracks and you can track the qualifant and kill the qualifant the qualifant to get, you say to get his trunk, which makes the poofy vest, or the breezy vest, oh, sure. and then if you hunt the winter qualifant, then you can make the puffy jacket <laughs> that's warmer. Yeah. Um, so there's things like that, and then there's caves, so you can find caves and go spelunking, and caves are also nice in the winter because, as we know, underground, it doesn't get colder. Sure. Uh, underground is always the same temperature. It's always, it's always cold. It's, it's always cold, but it's not freezing, Cooler, necessarily. Yeah. Sure. Um, wh- whatever the... I can't
1: remember what the temperature is, but that's yeah. how jerk geothermal heating processes works. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, interesting. I uh, I really I, I want you to play the flame and the flood at some point because I think it's a very similar, similar game loop. Game. Um, and I've, I've heard good things yeah. about it. So. yeah, it's
0: fun, and I I think the artwork is initially what drew me to the game. Yeah, it's, oh, it's so got a great aesthetic. Yeah, it's really great cool, aesthetic. and like just the the thing like the qualifant and the beefalos. like it's this it has this funny quirky style to it that's really enjoyable but i I think there's so much to the game and um i'm i want to try don't starve together now yeah i think my buddy fun one of my buddies is going to play with me um and apparently he told me that he's he's played it a little bit is when you start that you don't actually start together oh you have have to find each each other by describing the map and where you are oh man who knows how big it is or how close you are that's crazy. Yeah. So if you start going the opposite direction, you're just screwed. Yes. Oh, no. Um, wow. So
1: That's fun. That's really fun. It sounds like a good, good
0: time. It sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and other than that, which I've spent most of my time playing, I have played Arena of Valor a lot. Nice. Um, on the mobile phone. As, I've heard of those. Um, and it works really well. Like it plays really well. I'm very impressed for a MOBA. Um, on a cell phone, yeah. and that's pretty cool. Um, and it plays so much faster. Um, if, you, if you're if you interested in MOBAs, highly recommend it. Um, like, it, it just seems to control very easy, and sure. it does a lot for you. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of the hard part of, for me, about playing, like, League of Legends is the mouse. Because it's such precise and fast mouse movements. Yeah. But a lot of this is fluid because your thumb is what's kind of using this virtual joystick. So the movement's much more fluid and it's not so much How do you so feel about,
1: about that? Because I'm a huge not fan of virtual
0: joysticks. Does yeah. Does it work okay? It works really well in this case, I think, just because it's that top down and you're just moving one way or the other. Yeah. So whichever way your thumb kind of slides is the that direction. Works. There's no really speed involved. It's either you're going right, left, up, down. Sure. So it's it, it works pretty well, and th- it works opposite for your attack. So if you have skill shots, where you have to like choose a direction or spot to land, it just works by moving your thumb around the opposite side of the sure. screen, and you can see the little uh, template kind of moving around. So it works really well, and it'll help you kind of understand the MOBA style. And I found out more that Tencent, who does Arena Valor, owns Riot Games. Does League of Legends, so that's why this oh. game is literally a clone. It, they, a lot of the characters are similar. Some characters even have the same name. Some of the items are nearly identical. Um, so it's, it's literally
1: just like a mobile clone of League.
0: It is, and it, it just, and I think it is a little simplified though. Um, but apparently, like Batman is also playable. Like there are DC characters that's in this amazing. game that will later be released, just not in North America yet. So <laughs> like it has that draw to it too. How cool is that? It's, it's so. It's fun um, and it is a good game. So if you're looking to introduce yourself to a MOBA and you're a little um, nervous yeah. to tr- jump in on a PC, I recommend it. Um, and like the five v five mode, which is your your typical mode, um, probably lasts fifteen to twenty minutes. Oh, see, that's a, that's good. And if you just play the three v three, which is like one lane, one tower, and the base. You can sometimes, if you're good in Snowball, it's three minutes, and like wow. the long game is going to be six. Wow. So, and that helps you really learn different characters because the loop to keep doing it, keep doing it, and you're it's not going to feel so bad when yeah. you lose because you only spent four minutes losing than spending 45 minutes losing on League of Legends, which I think is what separates really frustrating games of MOBAs. Like it's very satisfying when you win, but when you spend fifty five minutes losing, yeah, that that's really hard to swallow, and that's when you start getting mad and you start raging and you walk away and you're not having fun and you uninstall as <laughs> people tend to do when they rage on games. Um, but I, I I think it's a really good game. That's so cool. I'm gonna keep playing it. I'm having maybe a I'll give on. it a try.
1: Is that can I play that on my iPad? I think so. Yeah, phones are a little small, but I, I it is a little small. It but it does
0: it works really well. But the iPad might be a lot of fun. You yeah. might just get to see a little my bit.
1: My phone lately has been garbage too. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I was gonna I'm gonna see if it's on my iPad too and give that a try nice. to see if it it works. If your iPad's not too heavy, an iPad Mini would be perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I've always wanted one, but never really needed.
1: Yeah, I've got <laughs> the Kindle Fires that are that size. Yeah, they're, they're really nice size. It's a nice size. size, but if you already have yeah. the full size, yep, not uh, much reason to. Yep. Um,
0: But then, uh, aside from that, that got me to boot up League of Legends (laughs) and uh, get it updated to the current Season 7 stuff. And I kind of played around a little bit because they they revamped the game at some point and changed the rune system, which the rune system that used to be in League is exactly how it is in Arena Valor, which you have... I don't remember exactly how many rune slots for your, like, attack, defense, and utility kind of sure. trees. That's not the exact language. Close but enough. Your attack damage, your um, armor, and your whatever. Um, that system I never really liked too much. It, it's something that allowed you to change your, your attacks and your certain stats by up to like 5% or your cooldown speeds or whatever it is and it was so like to me it's very nitpicky for like and it's really fine tuning for someone who just casually wants to play a game but it is something that might separate or make you feel like good players are going to be separated from casual players whether that's I mean those small details do matter at some degree but at the same time they're very minute but it is some people really like that kind of tweaking Um, In this, it's a lot more streamlined. Like, you pick a main one that has four things. So you have, like, 12 options, and you pick four things that you want your character to do. And then you have a secondary one that gives you, like, two more abilities. Sure. So it's much more simple. It's more like, get bonus attack damage, get bonus this, get bonus that, rather than saying, like... I would get three attack damage runes, three attack speed runes, or whatever it is. It's just a little simpler, and I like that. Yeah, so, no, I can see that. Um, it's just going to take a lot, little bit of relearning, but yeah, sure, I'm going to try to jump to back it. into that a little That's cool. bit. Um, I'm excited for that. Very and then cool. PUBG, of course. Of course. So, yeah. You got the chicken last week? No, we got second oh, place. No it's, chicken
1: for it's you. It's
0: the longest streak we haven't... I at least haven't. I know everyone else has been playing without me because I end up being the fifth man a lot of the time by the time I get on. Gotta start just so, playing singles. Yeah, I started dibsing. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I dibs that fourth spot. Um, no, I should play more singles, but it's more fun in squads. Yeah, um, yeah. We had a really good game, though, and just happened to take a second where we made a bad play at the end, and it, it happens, it, you know. We learned from it, so don't do that again. Um, <laughs> but... The game was actually playing like turd for me. Yeah, yeah when we were last playing, oh, it. Like, it the wasn't actual performance really well, That's which so was good. weird because the other time I played it was like this is the best it's ever ran. So ebbs and flows as yeah. life. So, um, yeah, I won't spend too much time
1: talking oh. talking
0: PUBGs. Yeah, and their performance because we know it's it's all over the place sometimes, but it's yeah. it's getting better. The trend is getting better. Yeah, so it's something to look forward to.
1: That's cool, and now I will pass the torch woo um i in our last episode i I decided you know i think I think Vinny actually asked what uh what game we were gonna play you know what was our our kind of new year's game, what we were gonna play between uh-huh. you know over the holiday and in kind of a i think someone else asked uh you know what was the game we were gonna beat in twenty eighteen that we'd started in twenty seventeen and uh my my answer to both of those was the Witcher three. Um, I've been playing it for, oh, man, probably a year and a half now. <laughs> that's so long to play anything. Um, you know, and it, 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 I kind of go in streaks where I'll play it a ton for a little bit and then just kind of fade off for a little bit and I'll come back and play it, you know, for a week or two. But it's, I mean, that game's got to be, I think just the main line of that game is probably 60 hours, I've got to guess. So that's that's a that's a big game for me to, you know, I like, I like best of times I can play maybe an hour, hour and a half a day. And so, I mean... Even even if I did that every single day of the week, that's still a game that's going to take me two, two and a half months to beat. Um, and so, you know, it spread out over a little while is fine. And, and it's a game that's pretty easy to hop back into. It does a pretty good job of showing you where your quests are and where you need to go next. So, um Played a lot of Witcher three. Was really feeling like, like everything's building. You're getting all your your companions together to do this this big mission. You're gonna you're gonna finally fight these evil bad guys that kidnapped your kind of protege, and uh, everything's coming to a head. And then the battle ended, and um, it didn't end the game. And I was like, what's going on? Like that was the end, right? And apparently that was just the end of act two of the game. Um, there's an entire third act that I'm now playing. So I've got to assume I've got another, I don't know, 10 or 20 hours left in this game <laughs> that uh, I thought I was almost done with. So I'm still having a great time. Um, I'm still playing it in God mode because I just don't want to deal with crap. It lets me avoid a lot of the systems. It lets me just kind of play the story of the game. Um, it's fun. its It's got a great story. It's got great characters. Um... Great action, you know. It's just really enjoyable. Um, I am going to probably after I finish it, I am either going to talk about or write up kind of a. I think the game, the version of that game I want to play is is the Witcher. Like I don't know, like parent mode, um, where there's less running and less travel. Yeah, or like the,
0: they shrink the map by like sixty percent. Something. Like it just goes,
1: yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of things that I've been kind of like formulating in my head that. I I want games to add like I, I literally want to like. Do you have one or more children? You hit that button. It goes. We've got you here. We know it. Uh, and I think I think it could make that game a lot better um, yeah. for people like me. Like I'm sure there are people that just want to grind the crap out of The Witcher and right. play it and its expansions and play 200 hours of The Witcher. And geez, I salute you. And there yeah. was a time when I was young and didn't have a job and a wife and a kid and wasn't going to school and. Yeah. didn't have all sorts of other crap that I had to do that I would have too, and that time is not now anymore. So I um, played a lot of The Witcher. It's really fun. Um, I also kicked on uh, Shadows of War, um, which I rented because I I watched a dude um, on one of the like Microsoft channels play it for two or three hours a- after I played Shadow of Mordor. And Shadow of Mordor did not click with me at all, just didn't yeah. enjoy it. Died a lot, couldn't figure out what I was doing, didn't seem to give me any real direction. Um, and so I tried Shadow of War, just rented it from Gamefly, and I uh, had a really good time with it. I played it for probably, i say an hour and a half, and it seemed to like push you into the world a lot more gently where it was like okay so so you're in this place kill some guys here's here shows how you sneak around um okay now now you can possess this guy you can get stuff out of him and then it push you into a little bit a little bit bigger world and like now you've got to sneak around this camp and now we're putting you in even a bigger world and it, it just kind of guided me in a little bit better um, i'm way better at the stealth in this game um the other one it seemed like i was trying to be stealthy and i was just constantly being seen I don't know if it's because the game's better. I don't know if it's because I'm better. Um,
0: I didn't feel those stealthy sections weren't. Not that they were true stealth sections, because it wasn't. It was a choice, right? You can try to be stealthy, or I mean, in some cases, you might have had to be. I think you kind of.
1: I mean, I think the game wants you to be stealthy, right? Um, But the first one, I just wasn't very good at it, and so I was constantly, you know, this game. Oftentimes, it'll be me. If if I fail in the stealth section, it's me versus four guys, or me versus five guys, and, and with the way the mechanics and the stuff in that game works, you can easily fight four or five guys and win, yeah. and it seemed in the first one I'd fail stealth, and all of a sudden it was me versus 25 guys, Right. and then I'd die, and then I'd try and get back to the same place, it's me versus 25 guys again, and then, oh crap, it's me versus, like, one of the, like, warlord, Two you know, of the captains you're trying to do, oh, and then I pulled another boss and like, you know, just, I just, I died and died and died and died and died and died, and this one, I've not died at all yet, And it's just it I don't know if it's a difference in difficulty or if it's a difference in just how the gameplay works out, but it's been a lot a lot more enjoyable. So it's it's I hear it's long. I think it's another one of those like fifty or sixty hour games, and I can't imagine I'm going to actually want to put that much time into it. But it might be a game that I have fun with for ten or fifteen hours, kind of feel the gameplay, kind of figure out how the nemesis system works, you know, put some time into it. I don't I don't I don't think I'll beat it, but it's it's a it's a good distraction. It's a good game to kind of know how it works because it's a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. So we'll see. Anyway, would you like to talk about some news? Mm-hmm. News. Kind of. Not much news. Yeah, and and the news we have news. is is it's really big bad.
0: news, and it's not the most fun news. Yeah. Other than what's to come.
1: Yeah, In we'll, we'll talk video about video games it. next year. But That's going to be fun. It's, uh, it's the rest of the news that's kind of crappy. So we're going to start off with uh, video game addiction. Is it real or is it Memorex? Is that how it goes? I think so. I think so. Um, I'm sure you've heard and I'm sure you will continue to hear um, as more traditional news picks this up that uh, the World Health Organization, WHO, is uh, – Going to officially recognize what they're referring to as video game addiction as part of um, their International Classification of Diseases. So it's a, kind of a guidebook that uh, the WHO puts together every once in a while. It's you know they they kind of they get together and they put it together and then they release it and then they kind of start pushing it out into the wild. Um, and they they're putting video game addiction into this, and it's one of those kind of things that. The unfortunate part of it is what you're going to hear on the news is a bunch of super-concerned parents and super-concerned news anchors going like, oh my god, video addiction, video game addiction, it's a problem. My kid plays three hours of video games a day and he doesn't want to do anything else. Of course not. Like if I had the choice of going to work every day yeah, or playing video games, guess what I'd want to do? Um, and that's the unfortunate side effect of this is that it's going to uh, – because you hear this in all sorts of other things, you know, people that have these kind of like quote unquote addictions to things that aren't actually really addictive. Um, you know, and because someone somewhere said, Oh, this is an addiction. Then all of a sudden people are self-diagnosing things or their parents or spouses are you know, saying, Oh, he's addicted to X. And that, that's the downside of, of things like this um, actually come out. The upside of this is um is what it does enable is it enables people, you know, like when you actually talk to the people at the WHO, they're like, oh, no, 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 this isn't, this isn't, you know, your kid who likes to play Minecraft. This isn't your husband who wants to come home and play, you know, Call of Duty for two hours. It's not those people. It's the people that, you know, it drastically affects their real yeah. life. You know, they're talking it's 1%, like less than 1%. or yeah.
0: like these things that affect other areas of your life because you're doing something.
1: Yeah, you're losing your job because you can't stop yeah. playing video games. And it's, and they said really a lot of what it actually points to, and, and I think this is true of a lot of addiction, is it's not necessarily that you're addicted to video games and you can't stop. It's that you have a problem in your life, be that depression or stress or um, you know all these other things in your life. Life, that, life yeah. <laughs> 2017 was hard, yo. Um, and the way you deal with those is by retreating into a video game world, and and, yeah. and you end up preferring
0: that over the real your world. Normal world. And I mean, I
1: think, I mean, I know that's one of the reasons I play video games is it helps me deal with stress. It helps me deal with those kind of things. And if you can do that, and say I'm only doing it for a couple hours, that's healthy. If you're doing it, you know, 22 hours a day, so you can avoid real life, that's when it becomes a problem. And that's that's hopefully what this is going to help. Um, the nice thing about this is it gets it gets a number into, um, like, billing systems that psychiatrists use. And so literally, you, you know, if you have those problems, you can get the help you need and maybe your insurance right. will pay yeah. for it. It's not Billy that wants to play Minecraft instead of doing his homework. That's just a kid who hates homework. Um, um, it's yeah. not me who wants to play video games instead of mowing the lawn. Yeah. It's just mowing the lawn sucks. Like, I don't know if you do that, but... Right. So, I hire a guy and play yeah. video games now it's great. yeah I
0: mean I don't definitely their intention isn't bad with no. this, right and and sure like do yeah is there potentially an issue out there like this? Sure there is but it just stinks sometimes when we don't necessarily label things the correct way. And yeah as a culture we definitely I think have a really bad habit of needing to label and define yep. literally everything yep. um and it can't just be. Billy, who just wants to d- yeah. go play some video games, and now yeah. Billy's addicted to video games. It's like, no, maybe Billy just is lazy. Yeah, like, who knows? Like, I wish I was allergic to work, right? right? So I didn't have to do it <laughs> yeah. because it
1: was like doctors' disorder, right? And I think that's the thing that worries me is that it's just going to be that you know tonight on you know news at ten is yeah. your kid addicted to video games? Like, I can see yeah, that headline. It sounds so I can silly and and all of a sudden there's going to be this. Moral panic over whether your kid's addicted to video games or not. Yeah, um, And it's like, no, no, he's not. It's it's just, you know, and, and the science is kind of not there, really. Um, I mean, the studies that they've done on video game addiction are very contradictory. There's been very few follow-up studies. Um, so, you know, it, it's definitely, it's something that probably, I don't want to say it's a bad thing that it was being done because I think there are upsides to it. I think it's just people need to be very careful and and pay attention to what researchers are saying, um, you know, no, your kid shouldn't be playing video games 12 hours a day. But, you know, if on a Saturday and it's raining outside, your kid wants to play video games for six hours and he got all his homework done mm-hmm. and the dishes, you know, dishwasher's unloaded, who cares? Right. It's not the end of the world.
0: Well, that's the funny thing, is too, is like... <coughs> Billy didn't do 30 minutes of chores today. He just played video games. Well, what if Billy did his 30 minutes of chores first and then played six hours of video games? You wouldn't yep. care because he just did his chores. Exactly. it really didn't interfere with anything. So at the end of the day, I think it's just a procrastination well, problem.
1: <laughs> and the reality is, is Billy, you know, that's the other thing I always hear is, you know, kids – when when I was a kid and, you know, same thing. When I was a kid, yeah, I played outside a lot more, but the video games were just as fun um, – But, you know, when I was a kid playing video games, I was playing by myself most of the time. You know, I might have had a friend over. Most games weren't even co-op. They were, you know, Mario where, hey, I take a turn and then you take a turn, you know. (laughs) Nowadays, my kid might be online socializing with 10 other kids his age, talking about Minecraft, building these amazing things or doing games that are, you know, expanding, you know, his knowledge of – you know, how to build things in spatial relations and cause and effect and strategy and, you know, things that really make you think. Um, right. With friends. You know, I mean, my kid's got a bunch of friends that he goes to school with that he plays Minecraft with or he plays Roblox with. And uh, and it's not significantly different than if they were sitting around playing Monopoly or if they right. were sitting around, you know. If anything, sometimes they, I think, are – are better for your actual mind. So, yeah, I don't know. I know, we'll see where it goes. We'll keep That's an eye like, on it. But. Like,
0: yeah, studies like this don't necessarily take that into account, do they? Nope. It's like, it doesn't matter what the benefit is of you doing this, because there obviously is a benefit. And sure, staring at a screen for six hours is not good for your eyes. Nope. But, I mean, neither is being out in the sun for... Right. Like it. Literally everything we do is killing us. Like, the day we're born, we're dying from yep. that point forward. Like, God, this is so, a cheery episode, man. Like... It,
1: I don't. Yeah, it's just, it's I just don't what know. it is. You know, like, everything in moderation, and right. be you know. and
0: be a well-rounded person. Don't yeah. do one any one thing all the time. Yep. I think that's really the
1: moral of the story. So play first-person shooters. Yeah. So play role-playing yeah, games. Play all different. Play games. survival games. And
0: sometimes get crazy and bust out chess and just like play a game of chess.
1: Yeah, chess is okay if you're. If you're crazy. Now, battle chess. Battle chess. That's where it's at. Did you ever play Battle Chess? I don't know if i played Battle Chess. (laughs) It was a game probably in the mid-90s where it was just chess, but when your pieces, like, you know, got to where you take one, they would fight, and and one piece would kill the other piece.
0: Oh, so you could potentially, like, get into an attack and lose? No,
1: but (laughs) it was fun, and the animations were cool. okay. I got it. It was all right. It's kind
0: of like Lego chess on the computer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, except they were
1: kind of- Or wizard's chess, if it's very Very much like wizard's chess. um, But the graphics weren't as good as wizard's chess. It's the 90s. What do you do? It's good. Um, All right. Well, on to our next uh, cheery topic. Um, So you've probably heard about this by now. Um, Two Call of Duty players were being stupid, as Call of Duty players and other online gamers tend to be often. And we're threatening each other and saying horrible things about each other and, you know, Call of Duty probably using horrible racist things and calling each other's mothers various awful things. And one of them threatened threatened to SWAT the other one, which I guess if you don't know is calling the local police and saying, oh, my God, there's a person murdering another person or, oh, my God, you know, a person at this address has kidnapped someone or they've got a hostage or another terrible thing. Then the police show up and they, you know. Throw a flashbang through your door and bad things happen. Um, This happens. More than it should. Way more than it should. Um, It's been a form of harassment. Like it was kind of like Gamergate's method of being horrible, Um, you know. And it's, and everyone has always said, like, this needs to stop because if it doesn't, somebody's going to get killed. And unfortunately, that uh, guy's name was Andrew Finch and he lived in Wichita, Kansas. And these two Call of Duty players got out of hand and one said, I'm going to SWAT you. And the other one gave a fake address. And it unfortunately was where this poor guy lived. Police showed up. The guy was freaked out, came out at his door and they killed him. And the fact that someone died over a call of duty game is the most obscene. And it had absolutely
0: nothing to do with this. Nothing
1: to do with it. It was absolutely just insane. And Jesus, we got to stop doing this. Like, I don't if if you're so upset that the only way you can deal with it is to you know do something that's gonna accidentally get someone killed, then maybe go to our last segment about your video game addiction and just stop playing right because I don't care how tilted you get that's never acceptable right, and yeah, going back to our last
0: topic is like this isn't a this is not a video game problem this is a problem, a human problem, yeah it's not. This has nothing to do with Call of Duty. This has nothing to do with a game. Like, this is... Stupid people being stupid. I don't even know what to say, like, about this kind of stuff. Right?
1: It's it's just crazy. It's it's crazy to me that swatting people has become a way to deal with people you don't agree with. Right. You know, I don't like what you're saying about X and my way of trolling you. Yeah. My way of trolling you is by... you know sending special forces sending to your, special forces your house and you know with as militarized as the police are these days in America it's just a matter of time until someone dies yeah. and like i said and it, it's happened now and you know the the terrible thing is this guy's dead the uh the person who called them is going to go to jail um you you know that i mean and what can, like so and someone gave that person a fake address yeah so it's like
0: a lot of people we're at fault here. Um, I mean, not to say, like, you giving a fake address means someone should send special forces to that house. Like, no. that's No. Like, it's not one person's fault. This is a lot of people's fault. Yep. Um, one, and don't give your address out no. to any stranger ever. Don't give anyone don't else Don't give his, anyone else's
1: address. Give that kind of information out ever, ever. If you think this is a good idea, just get off the Internet. You'll, like, you're, you'll be better off. And
0: if you're playing games, don't talk about the game. You shouldn't be talking about really anything else. It's it's yeah, it's great to get to know strangers online. Like you might meet some great people out there, but like talk business. Like when you're playing games, like how it degrades and devolves to this kind of thing. I just don't. I mean, I guess that's the thing. Is so so foreign. You'd never
1: do this in real life. I mean, like I played a lot of basketball, and and I know you did too. And we played not just like you know basketball teams, but we played street basketball, you right. know? And yeah, I've seen some stuff. And I've seen some fights break out, and I've seen some people call each other terrible names. But I've it seen was, cops have to come yeah, a it was, times. Yeah, but it was never like, you know, I'm going to call someone to your house so they might, you know, it's just dumb. Yeah. I... So don't don't let your games get that way. But let's talk about better things. Let's talk about great video games. What do you think? Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's This has been a downer. All right. So it's now 2018, as we said. I'm very excited about that, I guess. 2017 was kind of lame. Um, 2018 but, might be better. Yeah,
0: great games. I enjoyed 2017. Oh, man. I from a
1: gaming perspective, I don't know. Probably it's been at least 11 years. 2006 was a really, really great year in games, I think. I don't remember uh, that year. Yeah, it's because you there? were 11. Um, yeah. yeah. You were 11. I was 14. God, you're so young. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan couldn't. Maybe. Dylan couldn't drive, and I had graduated <laughs> high school 10 years before. <laughs> Living the high life. Anyway, there are – we We have picked our uh, – it's a real round number, our top 28 games of uh, – For 2018. No, actually, that was pretty smart. Eighteen. Yeah. I did that on purpose. Yeah, all those eights. Anyway, I think we're just going to run through the list and talk about why we're interested in them, um, what systems they're coming out for, uh, why you should be on the lookout for these, and whether or not, I guess, we think if they'll actually make it in 2018. All, as of right now, all of these have <laughs> – at least a coming out in 2018 release date. So we'll see. Uh, they're alphabetical, too. I thought that was a, a very nice touch. Yeah. I For,
0: appreciate when Cliff does things like that. I made a uh, very
1: nice spreadsheet. You should all be very because jealous. at one
0: point, there was one game on here. I was like, where is this game? And then I never know. We should debate this. The. If something starts with the, should it go in the T section? Yeah. yeah see, I, I never know. Like I've gone both ways throughout my life. And that came up one time. Yeah.
1: Last of Us Part 2, comma, the, no, (laughs) doesn't doesn't fly. I'd put it in L. Yeah, (sighs) yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, I just like spreadsheets with it. it, Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I found it. So that was what's important. That's what's important. All right, first game is A Way Out. And uh, we've talked about this one a couple times. E3 uh, had a little bit of controversy at the Game Awards where one of its developers went crazy and started Oh, that was that good Shouting expletives. Okay. At, uh, yeah. Uh, this is that prison, breaking out a game, co-op, um, where you have to play it with another player. Um, as of right now, it's coming out March 23rd, so... That's soon. It's really soon. Um, it is going to be a PlayStation, Xbox, Windows-style game. And uh, probably the coolest thing I know about it is that, uh, first of all, it's not a $60 game. It's $30. Bucks. Um, and... Every game will come with a—I don't remember what they're calling it—like a co-op code, though. So if I buy this game and want to play it with Dylan, Dylan does not have to buy this game. I buy, right. it, give him the code. He can log in and play the entire game co-op with me, and only spend cool. uh, thirty bucks. So I guess the way to look at this game to me is that this game only costs you and a friend fifteen dollars yeah. each.
0: That's like Don't Starve Together. Yeah, it
1: comes with a code when you buy it. Which that's so that's so cool. Like back in the day, man. Um, like Quake Three and I want to say Unreal Tournament, some of those games that had really big online Quake Three was an online only game mm-hmm. or a multiplayer only game, I guess. Um you could play it on a LAN. Um for every disc you had you could install that on I think two or three other computers. Oh really? Yeah. Good. So if if like you and oh, three discs. buddies wanted yeah. Well it was on C D, but uh yeah. maybe D V D. Maybe. Maybe maybe yeah. probably C D. Um
0: it's you can install game. it on those other computers. <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, I remember uh, Descent. Do you remember? Probably not. Descent was a, yeah. like a 3D, um, you were in a spaceship and flying through these underground tunnels. I bought that on on CD, but it was only 15 megabytes. That's so crazy. <laughs> so, like, how is that even a game? Right? That's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, A Way Out looks really good. That's yeah. one that I am 100% going to buy. I can't wait to play that. Uh, probably with my brother. I think we'll probably give that a go. Maybe with Dylan. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. He's got a really dumb hat on right now. We'll see. I like warm ears. Yeah. Uh, next game, uh I think I will nominate this for first game on our list that will not actually come out in 2018. Okay. Uh is Anthem. Um I think this is what do we call this? Like a Destiny clone? <laughs> okay. Uh it's uh the big reveal was I want to say E3 with that kind of really silly reveal trailer, but it's 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 BioWare's, I think it's BioWare's, uh, jump into, like, games as a service. It's going to be that uh, kind of sci-fi, play-with-your-friends-online, persistent-world kind of game. It looks really good. Um, They're saying fall of 2018. I'm saying... mm, Next year. (laughs) I'm going to say summer 2019. (laughs) Maybe. Could happen. I don't think so, though. Uh, PS4, Xbox, and Windows when it does come out. Um, But I'm not... I don't think so. Um, but it looked awesome. I, I, it's, I'll play it. I'll definitely play it. So. Um,
0: to me, that sounds like Destiny with a better story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that might be kind of interesting to to see what they do with.
1: I think Anthem could be one of those games, though, that, like, is one of those games that really, really, really takes advantage. I think it's going to be one of the first games we see that takes heavy advantage of the Xbox One X and yeah. the PS4 Pro. Um, I mean, not the games out now that aren't gorgeous, but that really struck me as one of those ones that's really going to push a lot of envelopes. So we'll see. Uh, next game. Uh, Dylan and I have both played this one together, actually. Together. Uh, it is At Sundown. Uh, Great party game. This is so much fun. Yeah, it first got on my radar because Vinny played it at oh, PAX. PAX East uh, and told us about it. Um, it's going to be a PS4, Xbox One, Windows game as well. Um the release date right now is 2018. My guess would be early 2018.
0: Yeah, it, I mean it played well. I don't know what else they're doing. Going to do game, to it, but... yeah.
1: It uh, the the kind of the idea of it is it's a four player versus game. Um, they drop you into a level. Um, yeah,
0: it kind of like looks like
1: a room in Clue or something. Yeah, kind of like has like a bunch of little mostly rooms, passageways, passageways but some rooms. Um, and you get a choice of of different weapons and. Uh, the kind of hook to it is other players can only see you when you fire or if you sprint or if you walk through uh, light. light. Um, so if you're very sneaky, <coughs> you can uh, sneak up on people and kill them. But you have to hope you, – like you have to be very smart about when you shoot because yeah. if you shoot and there's someone behind you, you are also dead. It's so super fun. It's very fun. I am absolutely terrible at it. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a game I would love to play for like our Extra Life marathon next oh, year yeah. though or this it would year fit I guess.
0: Perfectly in there. So if I don't have it by Extra Life I'm going to be very very sad. We found
1: out today Extra Life uh, is November 3rd. So no, mark your calendars. Prepping. Yeah. prepping. Uh next one is a game that I have played one of. I don't think you've played any of them, have you? I have not. Yeah, so uh in a I don't want to know if I want to say it's a a huge surprise, like I think people kind of thought this might happen. Yeah. But uh Nintendo announced that Bayonetta 1 and 2 and 3 are all coming out for the Switch. So 1 and On 2. And all this year. <laughs> and all this, nah. That's, that was going to be one <laughs> of mine. Maybe
0: not. Because that seems like, that's a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh, so. Bayonetta 1 and 2 are going to be out in 45 days. So a little less. Uh, February 16th. So if uh, your girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other, husband, wife is looking for a uh, a good Valentine's present for you. That's that soon? Yeah. Gee. Yeah. So I, I, think, I think your wife would like a copy of Bayonetta for, yeah. for Valentine's Day. <clears throat> Why not get her something where a girl who wears her hair is a suit and has guns in her boots. So That's how I prefer life. Yeah. It's a, it's a real strange game. I've played the first one, um, like maybe the first hour. It is Crazy. Absolutely crazy. I, I've yet to decide if it's good crazy or bad crazy. Um, the second one was only ever released on the Wii, Wii U, U, I believe. Um, and
0: I almost bought it about
1: 900 times. Yeah, I hear it's great, um, but you'll be able to get both of those, the new kind of each HD remastered versions of yeah. them, I believe. Um, although the Wii U one may not need much right. remastering. Um, those will be out early. And then 3 is a 2018 release date. You can't see me. I, maybe you can. I think... Somewhere I saw December. Yeah, I don't so, believe that. And
0: that pushes the end of the year real close, and then easily into the next year.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that one's going to come. But you know, nothing wrong with some Switch titles. Uh, next one is a game I played at PAX West. It's called Bio Mutant. Man, um, it looks cool. It looks really cool, um, and it plays great too. Um, you play as like a, I don't know, mutant raccoon mm. fox hybrid thing. Um, it's kind of an open world adventure game where you can kind of chain a bunch of different powers together. I don't know it. It looks really interesting. It's kind of a game that I would really recommend just going and watching um, some trailers of it. I'm actually going to post this entire list on our on our website. Uh, probably as you listen to this, it'll be available. Um, I really enjoyed the the gameplay of it. I did play. It did crash halfway through my. Uh, my demo, so that's not great, but, you know, whatever. Uh, Coming out uh, for all the systems, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Windows uh, 2018. This one's one of those... Maybe I don't know. Anytime I see a release date of just this year sometime, I'm not almost super never right. confident. But yeah. uh, it was really cool. Um, and I think one of my favorite parts about it was actually making my own character. Because your, your character is always this kind of, like, I don't know, free mutant trash panda. But you can actually, like, it was mostly sliders. Like, do you want him to be furrier or not as furrier? I'm like, of course I want him furrier. Yeah. So it was fun. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of little weird mole rat yeah. thing. No, it was cool. Uh, so watch for that maybe this year, maybe. Uh, next one, Crackdown 3. Um, already been delayed once. So hopefully we... So they're saying spring 2018. This is an Xbox. I'm going to say Xbox exclusive. It's coming out for Windows as well. Um, Terry Crew, for some reason, is heavily involved in the marketing of it. Cruz, Crews? Yeah, Cruz. Because
0: yeah, he looks like he could be a character from this game
1: um the e3 reveal for it was not good um it was a game that was supposed to really 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 be showing off the xbox one x and it looked like not maybe a 360 game yeah. um it's supposed to have big destructible environments that they then kind of pulled back and said yeah but only when you're playing online <laughs> oh, weird. um it, it i believe is one of those games that harnesses the power of the cloud yeah, to uh that was right to do things so i we'll see i will i
0: love crackdown i love I thought <coughs> the first crackdown was great I didn't play the second one quite as much, but I loved it.
1: I have played neither of them um, um I hope – like, God, I would love it if this just game came out and just knocked it out of the park. That would be yeah. absolutely fantastic. But I mean, it's such a cool – I mean, it's a cool concept. You're, like, robo
0: super cop, and you can <laughs> jump like a superhero and drive fast cars and kill the bad guys and just – I mean, it's So awesome. pretty
1: much just me in real life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's kind of like Saints Row without the- um, I was just going like, to say, it sounds like Saints Row if you were the good guys. Yeah, and without the zany, like the super zaniness to it. Like there's still a like a cheesy- I mean, it's Agents of Mayhem really kind of just
1: was right in between Saints Row and- So could Rackdown, we just get Saints so. Row 5 instead? Because that's what I really yeah. want. Because Agents of Mayhem was garbage. Yeah. Oh, well. Man. Um- Spring 2018, so we'll see. Hopefully, like I, I'm, you know, I'm a big Xbox fan, so anything that can kind of pad out that, you know, Xbox doesn't have any exclusives, argument would be nice. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, next one, I haven't played at all any of them. Have you played any of the Dark Stalkers a little games? Bit,
0: but yeah, like I've always really liked Darksiders.
1: Like, oh, yeah, the Dark, Stalk- I, Dark just, Siders. Like, yeah, Dark Stock, Dark Siders, Dirt Stalkers is a completely different yeah. game. Um, just
0: the look of it, like, and I like the the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. And this yeah. is one time, you play as.
1: Can't it's she's a female character. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember who she is. She is like a a, play, a player. Uh, she is like a mythological yeah, person. She, she um, the, and she's been in the other games too. I believe. Yeah, I
0: think so. So uh, one you play as war and death, and then she is fury or rage or like, that sounds fury, right. Fury. Yeah. So there's. <coughs> um, one more that maybe Darksiders 4 will <laughs> play you play as. I assume that's what's going on here.
1: Yeah. Now, um, these were – the the first one or two were free recently on yeah, Games of Gold, they've right? they've
0: been free or super cheap because they've been out for a, a, a while. while. Yeah. But they're, I mean, a solid beat 'em up kind of in the God of War style yeah. with a cool, like, theological, um, mythological sure. uh, element to it. Yeah. So
1: it's a cool world. Um, Apparently, they play pretty fun. I mean, it's not... It looks... I watched the trailer for it today, and it looks really cool. So, so. definitely something I'd like to try. Uh, Again, it's it's on all the big ones, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Windows. Coming out, again, that kind of 2018 year. So, keep an eye on that. Uh, Next one, Dylan is super excited about this. I believe it is the only AAA game he played at uh, PAX West this year. Yes,
0: and that's Detroit Become Human. Um, A David Cage game from... The guy that did Heavy Rain in uh Beyond Two Souls, is that what it is? The one with this is uh, your story, uh, man. Willem Defoe and um what's her face? Emma's uh, uh, uh Ellen Page, is that the one? I think sure. um but like the I mean very heavy storytelling, uh, make choices, of stories about artificial intelligence, um and a cop and like man, the the demo is it's rough. Like <laughs> it's rough. Um, so just really looking forward to that. Um,
1: this is one of those games that uh, one of the two games at uh, the Game Awards that had a very 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 violent trailer. That, right, we, um, had a lot of buzz around and
0: we uh, we discussed that. Yeah, um, what was the other one? Another game on this list, The Last of Us Two. Yeah, so because it, I mean, it tackles very heavy themes, um, so of androidio, artificial intelligence, and I mean, domestic violence and yeah. that kind of thing. But it looks good. Um, it looks yeah, really it's, good. It's gonna be really good.
1: Cool. Uh, PlayStation Four exclusive coming out. This one's a 2018 release date that I actually think might be legit. Like this yeah, one's been so around too. for a while. So like, I remember this getting teased like. Way, way back. Yeah. So. Years, years. So hopefully this one actually comes out this year. Uh next up is Dreams. And this is a game that like I don't want to say it's off a bunch of people's radar because I hear it's interesting because I hear game journalists talking about it all the time, but I rarely hear people talking about it. Are you familiar? So this is the little big planet people, right? Yeah. Yeah. It uh, looks
0: Like, the style is just amazing. It looks
1: amazing. And I've seen – so it's really a game about creating worlds um, and creating games and creating things for other people to interact with. So, like, all the content in it is actually made by people or – I I think they're going to have some content creators. um, But that it's almost like if you've ever thought, oh, I want to make a game that does X – You can buy a copy of Dreams and make that thing. Um, Maybe not a full-fledged game, but if you ever have just a – I think it would be fun to try out this. You could probably do it in Dreams. I've I've heard people say, like, oh, I want to do this. They're like, okay, yeah. Oh, I want to do this. Okay, yeah. And I've seen some videos of of what they've made with kind of the alpha and beta versions, and it's incredible. So um, again, a game that was supposed to come out – I think it was supposed to go into beta last year, didn't make it. They're saying 2018 now. We'll see. Um, It did get featured pretty heavily at um, the Game Awards, and I think also at PSX. So um, maybe it is a PlayStation exclusive. Um, Maybe it'll come out. It looks really cool. It's something that I, as someone who has thought in the past, like, man, I'd really like to learn how to make games, or I've got some ideas about things I'd like to build. I think that it's a game I could really, really get into. So make your dreams come (laughs) true. Well, I mean, even just within Little Big Planet, like, or even Minecraft, people have been able to take the tools that they've given just as level-making and, like, have made, like, calculators and made, you know, simple computers and that kind right. of thing. So given that, plus all these tools that are actually made for system creation, it'll be amazing to see what people can actually come up with it. So, I mean, even if you don't want to build things, you just want to play things other people have built, it, it'll be really cool to see what comes out of it. So uh, next step in this list is Far Cry 5 which man if you if you don't know what that is by now you've been under a rock Right,
0: and this one I think is definitely coming out soon
1: yes it's already been delayed once yeah, so. um, release date for this is March 27th 2018 so a little little more than <clears throat> sorry a little less than three months coming up for the PlayStation Xbox and uh, PC it's Far Cry in Montana man yeah I um, can't wait I, I'm abs- it's probably my second most anticipated game of the year Triple A, big release anyway. Um, I've never played any other Far Cry game, so this is going to be my kind of like – I'm thinking of a way to phrase this that isn't crass. I can't. It will be good. I'm very excited to try it out. So, uh, you know, a Far Cry game set in America in a small town in Montana with a like crazy fundamentalist cult church – It seems cool. Looks real good. Looks really, really good. Um, And because of it today, I did get to post an article in our Facebook group that was titled, let's see, Far Cry 5's testicle roasting is just part of the grand Far Cry fabric, says developer. If that doesn't make you want to play this game, nothing will. I want to play it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, next one, I think, is probably Adam's most anticipated game of the year, I assume. I mean, it's got to be, right? It has to be. God of War. Um, not 4, just God of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, another game that's coming out in 2018, uh, another PlayStation 4 exclusive. Um, rumors are that this might be actually an early 2018 game. Yeah, it's so. kind of come out of nowhere and just land soon which is crazy because they've released very 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 little about it they probably don't need to right you put out god of war it's going to fly This will the shelf, also so. be my first God of War game, unless yeah. I get my whatever together and play God of I mean, War 3. Is this
0: meant to kind of reboot the series at all? Like,
1: yeah, not, I think so, because it's Not like different, a
0: true reboot, but...
1: I think so, though, because different mythology, it's not set yeah. um, in kind of the Greek-Roman mythology anymore. Yeah. It's set in Norse mythology, um, yeah. which I just saw Thor. I'm not like, I'm down with that. Yeah. So no, it
0: should be really cool. Yeah,
1: it looks great. Um, your kid's in it. I've heard they've kind of... <coughs> excuse me. Uh... Are kind of playing with just the the kind of general way things go in this game now, so it's going to be a, a little bit different. I think I expect it'll have a, a really good story. Um, I think it will just be interesting to see where they take it. Um, last God of War game was a while ago. God of War Three was a PS3 game, right? Yeah. So it's been a while. They didn't even have a uh,
0: yeah. They haven't had a PS4 release. Be see
1: how that see how that one comes out. I'm sure uh, Adam will be excited. Uh next one is one I don't think we've talked about a ton here um it's called Hunt Showdown um are you familiar Yeah like I don't know a lot of it's the new Crytek game
0: and that is correct It looks really awesome but the thing about Crytek games is they always look really awesome. awesome and I hate Crisis.
1: I've never played Crisis. So I've never Crysis, had a computer fast enough to run Crisis. My I, understanding yes,
0: Crisis is the de, was the definitive game to show off oh, yeah. how beautiful your PC Back is. Back in the day. But man that game sucked. Yeah. Like it was the most linear shooter imaginable with nothing interesting about it. Yeah, so it was pretty but man it stunk.
1: So this game was actually picked by I think PC Gamer as game of show for uh Pax West. Um unfortunately I did not see it there. So I don't know. Um <clears throat> the idea behind it is let's see. Five teams which eat, with each team having up to two players um go into like a Louisiana swamp that is populated by um Creatures, we'll say, um, of some sort of supernatural bend, Um, and each of those teams' goal is to kill that creature, steal its stuff, its essence, its whatever, and then get out of the map without getting killed. And so everybody else's goal in that game is to do the same thing, and so that means if... Team A kills the creature and has its essence. Now everyone else's goal is to kill Team A, Um, (coughs) and so much like um, PUBG, uh, you know whether when you shoot, when you attack, when you kill, when you you know make all these decisions is based entirely on is now the right time to do that. You know, do I kill the creature now when I'm on the far side of the map and it's going to be hard for me to escape? Do I, you know, preemptively kill team B? Do I, you know, and maybe alert team C and D to where I am, you know, it's, it, and it's dark and it's gloomy and it's very atmospheric. Beautiful too. Yeah. So I don't know. sounds like an interesting game. Um, I, you know, I read a bunch about it today and didn't didn't come away with much, to be honest. Right. Um,
0: I think this I, is still
1: very mysterious. It's going into early access in 2018. Um, they say it's going to be in early access for at least a year. Um, they also kind of imply that it might be free to play um, and and uh, monetized via cosmetics. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, I mean, don't know. It, it seems like such an interesting. Um, immediately when I saw
0: it, I kind of thought of evolve. Yeah. And that kind of that kind of game where you, it's this like different team-based kind of game, but it sounds like it's something that might work better than the four v one thing, which has proven to be kind of hard to really tackle and really figure out how to make that work.
1: I'm just intrigued that it's kind um, of like PvPVE right. um, because the, the the creature is computer-controlled too. Right. So,
0: and I love that idea because something that like I want from a game like PUBG is to. Uh, have the environment play against you too? Yeah, whether that's through like severe weather changes or I don't know something in the environment that that yeah it like creates circumstances rather than just this is the. Uh, can circle you imagine closing. how
1: cool it could be if that game had like kind of like some sort of AI or some sort of thing to like. I mean that game PUBG is already so good at creating. Stories within a game that has absolutely no story, right? If you added just that extra layer, that could be cool.
0: Yeah, it might not take much necessarily. I mean, like think of like a (laughs) volcano erupting though. Like what that would do to like this part of the map is gone, or like you can't go here anymore. I mean, similar to the circle, but it's it's there's a reason for it to be there rather than just this. Omniscient being, weird that just thing closes yeah. you in and forces. you I could together. see that. That'd be cool. So like that, that's that's uh, this this really strikes something within me that's very interested about it. Yeah, I'm
1: excited to see it. It's uh, it, I, I'm having a really hard time right now telling you if it's something I'd like or yeah. or won't like just because there's just not that much out there. Yeah. So it's gonna be cool regardless. I hope. But yeah, we will see. It seems like something that's <laughs> gonna be right <laughs> up my alley, though. So. Yeah, it looks like we're about halfway through the list, so. We'll uh, we'll keep going. Next one is uh, Kingdom Hearts three, which again is it another finally maybe, maybe like they they released a trailer with twenty eighteen in it. So I mean that that is as big as a promise as you can be with video video editing. I guess so. Right. <clears throat> I mean thirteen years now. Wow. Um, I I. I hope with everything I hope that that game actually comes out. Right. Um, it's supposed to come out on the Xbox and the PlayStation. It'll be the first game that is not uh, first mainline Kingdom Hearts game that is not a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. And man, it looks beautiful. Oh god, it looks so good. The Toy it's Story so weird level to think from like
0: because it was PS2.
1: Mm-hmm. Like we're making that jump. Have so. you have you seen any of the videos that compare the Toy Story level to Toy Story the movie?
0: No, I haven't seen it's that. It's crazy. crazy. It looks better. like it, it looks like that. Like I when I saw that trailer it's I was like
1: what? Yeah. So that I'm that's probably one of my I don't know. I I've been burned so many times by Kingdom Hearts that right.
0: you don't want to get your hopes
1: up. But. Yeah. We'll see. I hope so. Uh next one is Metro Exodus. Um I've seen two trailers for this, one at E3, one at the Game Awards. The E3 one looked absolutely incredible. One of the Game Awards looked Eh. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've not. Pl- have you played any of the Metro games?
0: I played demos. I think it's something I've always wanted to play, but it, yeah. it's not. It doesn't. It's not too high on the list right. of like priorities. Yeah. So I'm sure one day I have I, them downloaded on my Xbox. Yeah. I just need to play it.
1: Yeah. So it looks. I mean, it, graphically, it is one of the most gorgeous games right. I've ever seen. It's absolutely stupendous looking. Um, Coming out, PS4, Xbox, and Windows sometime in 2018. I I think that's going to be one of those games that I'll probably rent um, just because I don't have any history with it. But, man, it looks good. looks super good. All right. I'm going to try not to die. Next one, Monster Hunter World. Uh, PS4, Xbox – and Windows coming out very soon. Yeah. Um, today is the second. You'll hear this on – or no, today's the third. You'll hear this on the fourth. So 22 days from now. Mm-hmm. Did you play any of the demo? No, I
0: have a buddy that's been playing it, though. And, but, man, this game looks
1: pretty. It looks like. really – this, this is actually the exact opposite. The E3 demo for this was like, I don't even know what's happening. Why is that guy chopping at a dinosaur with a giant sword? What is going right. on here? The demo is terrible. Um, the actual game looks pretty cool, yeah. so we'll see. Um, I've not played any of the Monster Hunters. Have you?
0: I have a little bit, but I think what this Monster Hunter does is make the game look good. Yeah. Which is something that, being something that we played on, like, uh, the Wii U or the Wii, like, um, it's just going to, like, this game pulls you in when sure. you see it. And is it coming
1: out on the Switch, too?
0: I don't think so. I think that's probably going to get
1: something later because
0: obviously, like this game looks like it takes.
1: Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I thought it was coming out on the Switch, to, but uh, yeah. yeah, it looks awesome. It looks really cool. I, I don't. Again, this is probably an, uh, a rent game yeah. for me because I want to kind of see if I like the gameplay loop and yeah. see for a, a series I've never for a series it's old that I've never played. Right. That's what I'd like to try out.
0: I I did play it a little bit, and it's. It I think it takes a certain type of person. It's kind of. I think more targeted someone who enjoys like an MMO sure. where you're hunting and gathering oh, I and, do like doing MMOs. That and recycling that so whole thing, go fight this big monster. But I mean if you love big monsters and big <laughs> swords, like this game is for you. So um
1: It's a it's a kind of a year of big monsters. We'll get yeah. to uh Shadow of the Colossus later, but it's a big monster year. Uh, next up is Ooblets, which uh, is a game I'm very excited yeah. about. Uh, I did play this at uh, ID at Xbox, actually, uh, right before PAX West. Um, it's like a cross between Pokemon and Animal Crossing, yeah. um, except you plant your Pokemon. So it's kind of like Pikmin too. <laughs> yeah, with a little Stardew Valley mixed <laughs> yeah. in. Super adorable, really cute. All the critters have super fun names. Um it's uh, kind of an indie game that uh, got pulled uh, a little bit higher. I think it's going to release in the, uh, like, uh, the ID. Well, I mean, obviously it's part of the ID at Xbox thing, so it's going to be a simultaneous Xbox and Windows release. Um, so kind of one of those quasi-Xbox exclusive games. It's just fun. It's goofy. Um, it's got really that, that kind of Stardew Valley, even like maybe a little bit Slime Rancher vibe. Um, I really, really, really liked it. Um, And it's got just this crazy, like, apart from the game, the community around that game and the developer of that game are just such fun, interesting people. So definitely one I want to try out. Uh, Next game, I wish Adam was here because I think this is... (coughs) My boss just walked by wearing a hat that's even dumber than Dylan's, Um, which is hard. Uh, My hat's not dumb. (laughs) <laughs> this I think is probably going to be Adam's uh, game of the year. Uh, I don't know, maybe tied with Gods of War, um, yeah. assuming it comes out. I, d- d- I don't think so. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps announced at uh, E3 this year um, with a piano. Uh, <laughs> do you remember that? Where they like literally no. it was like dude live playing a giant classical grand piano um, over. Oh, God, the score sounds amazing. <laughs> um over a, a little bit of a that kind of a trailer for the game. I'm guessing that's actually going to be a 2019 game unless they really 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 push it to get out this year just because Xbox needs another exclusive. Yeah. So, but man, the first game was so good. I've I love it. The the soundtrack for Ori is amazing. I listen to it all the time. So, I think Ori'll be one to look forward to and The Will and the Wisps. Um one, you know, I've we've not talked about a lot of Switch games. Here, um, no. I don't think it's because there aren't a lot coming out. I think it's just that w- I think Nintendo pushed a lot of stuff into this year, yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be maybe maybe more of a third party year for right. the Switch. And also, like the Switch has been like
0: they say, hey, this my game's coming out next month. Exactly. Or next in three months, this game's hitting. So mm-hmm. I think they're they're getting people excited about stuff right before they put it out, yep. and that's their strategy. So
1: this next game's actually one that was announced. Um, at the Nintendo launch event in, let's see, the the Switch came out in March, March, March and so I think yeah. this was in the January launch event. Um, it was a game, at the time, I didn't know what it was called, uh, but it is actually called Project Octopath Traveler, although they are Which calling is... that a terrible name. Terrible. <coughs> yeah. If it makes you feel better, they are referring to that as the working title of the game right now. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. Um, made by Square. Phoenix. Enix? Square Enix, yes, that... yes. Did you yeah. know that they used to be two companies? Yeah, SquareSoft and 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 Enix, and then right. they combined to make one. I I I think I knew that. But yeah, I think because I played a
0: lot of SquareSoft games at some point. Yeah, I, I think that's time splitters.
1: Uh, could that be. I don't know. Yeah, or... I mean, to me, like Square is always Final Fantasy, and yeah. Enix is always um... oh crap, those games that they made. They're real good. Role-playing games, very much like Final Fantasy. Anyway, uh, this is neither of those games. games. It's uh, a Switch game that has this really cool depth of field effect on it. Like, I I, I don't know what to call it besides that. I guess if you're like a – It's the uh, – Like tilt shift?
0: Yeah, it's kind of – what's
1: that word? Unless right? you're a photographer or a videographer, I don't know if this will help you at all. But go watch a video of it. Or actually, there's a free demo of it. Go download the demo and play it. Um I have no idea why they released a demo for a game months before it came out, um, but it's fun. Uh, And it looks so cool, and it looks so cool on the Switch, and it really just makes me want to play A Link to the Past on the Switch, to be honest, but I'll take what I can get. Uh, Next, I think this is going to be my personal game of the year for 2018. Thoughts? Yes. Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, oh, boy. I yeah. love Cowboys. Still, just for the 2018 date, was supposed to release, I believe last year, has been pushed back once.
0: Yeah. Um, As Rockstar does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I think, I mean... But, man, they deliver. I want this game right now, but I'm willing to accept the fact that uh, I need to I'd rather myself, have it be good. I,
0: mean, I need my body to be ready by the time this comes out. So right. So, I start preparing. Yeah.
1: So, I I mean, what can you say? PlayStation 4 and Xbox One... Um. It looks, I, I you know, I keep saying it looks absolutely incredible, but I don't know if they've actually given us enough information to know if it looks incredible or not. Right. It probably it's doesn't matter. It's going great. to be incredible. Man. Um, it's going to have an online component like GTA does. Hopefully it's better than GTA Online's yeah. online stuff. The, uh, I had fun with Red
0: Dead Redemption Online.
1: Wait, there was one for two? Yeah. Or the first one, yeah. really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, I did not know that. Yeah, I mean it was it was kinda like GT online light, I think. Like that's the best way to explain it. Interesting. Like you could ride around with your buddies and shoot people off horses. Do you like, know how many
1: horses I accidentally killed in that
0: game? Two.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pile of of dead horse corpses. Like, I, I was very notorious for going like, okay, bad guy, boom. boom. Okay, bad guy, boom. Okay, bad guy. Oh, I just shot my horse in the back of the head. <laughs>
0: oh, jeez.
1: Um, Your own horse. I accidentally ran them off cliffs. Yeah. I, it was terrible. I was like uh, the exact opposite of the horse whisperer. I was the horse murderer. Yeah. It's not good. Um, super, 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 super excited about that game. That's a day one purchase for me. Uh next one, March twentieth, twenty eighteen, we will finally get to play Sea of Thieves. Uh Xbox One Windows exclusive, air quotes exclusive. Um I've been in the preview program for this for oh, I don't know, ten months. I haven't played it lately. Um mm. which is dumb because I think everyone else is in the preview program. I, I waited for months and months and months for everyone else to get in the preview for this and then we, we are everyone's it. in it now and we haven't played it yet, so did you not sign up? I didn't sign up. I haven't... You if you know. signed up, you should have it. You should double-check your email, yo. Maybe I signed up late. I don't know. If it was, I think if you signed up before December 1st, you. you're in. So... I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, it's a pirate game. Four-player pirate adventure. It looks cool. Um, it fun. looks really cool. Uh, I'm a little nervous about how long they can string along for pirate adventure um, because the... the Alpha or Beta or whatever I'm playing in doesn't really give you a lot of what kind of the story is or what your missions are. Right. It's just kind of like, I don't know, go find some treasure, it'll be fun. But I guess that's what being a pirate is, right? Yeah, kind of. Um I'm just hoping that that there's a little more to it than that. So, um definitely has a lot of promise. Um it's probably my kids most anticipated game of 2018, so I will be buying it regardless, I guess. Yeah. Um should be good and it's uh, a little less than 3 months away. Uh Next up, we got a bunch of PlayStation Four exclusives in the last like kind of six or eight games we're talking about here. Uh, first up is Shadow of the Colossus, um, which is real soon. It's uh, about a month from now, February sixth, twenty eighteen. Um, did you play the original PS Two game? I have not played. I have this. not. This it It's a game that's I like always wanted to play, but I, I
0: didn't know about it at the time. And Same. At some point, you just don't go back and play games that that old. Exactly. Well, so. and I, that's
1: exactly what I've heard about it is that it's an amazing game, but, you know, has a lot of gameplay problems, has a lot of control problems and and this is cool because this is not a this is not an HD remaster. This is a from the ground up rebuild it with modern cameras and modern gameplay and modern everything, but the exact same game. So it's the same monsters, the same levels, right. the same everything. So it's It's really as if they were building it from scratch. But just making a game that's already right. been made. So coming out real soon. Super excited about that. Uh, another pirate game, Skull and Bones. If you want realistic, <coughs> gritty pirates, yeah. then
0: this is the alternative to Sea of Thieves.
1: It looks really interesting. Um, there was a preview for it at E3, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I think that's what I remember <coughs> seeing it. And it's supposed to be kind of an adventure role-playing game where yeah. you are you know, in command of a pirate ship and you... Swashbuckle and, yeah, and shoot other ships. Board and, ships and yeah. shoot cannons and it like, swap the poop deck. I don't do that. Graphically, it looks absolutely incredible. Um, I think it's going to be one of those kind of games that, like, first of all, I'm not 100% sure that's going to be a 2018 release. We'll see. Um, but also, uh, I think there's a lot to be seen yet for what the actual gameplay is going to be like. But right. just based on that initial trailer, it looked fantastic. It It looks looks really, really fun. So I'm all down for that. Um, Another PlayStation. So that one is uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox, and Windows. Next one is PlayStation 4 exclusive, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, another game that had a huge E3 trailer that a lot of people seem to be very excited about. I am... Not so sure about it. It looked very quick time event which is not something I'm not really games. down for. Um, it's by Insomniac, who has a pretty good history of making great games, right. so I'm hopeful. And man, there's nothing I'd like more to have an awesome web slinging through the city kind of game. I love Spider Man, love superheroes. Like, Spider Man's awesome, so I, I want this game to be really, really, really good. Um, but, man, that trailer did not— Didn't do it for you. Didn't do it for me. So we'll see. It looked very, very scripted. Um, we'll see. Uh, but uh, that is a big one. It's, again, a 2018 release. We'll see. Hopefully they were just showing you a, <coughs> a scene
0: that was just so
1: large in scope that that's how they decided that's to,
0: to tackle it was with quick time events. That's what I'm really hoping. And all games should
1: have a button that allows you to turn the. Oh, off. Oh, good Lord, right? Uh, next up, State of Decay 2. I have not played State of Decay 1. Have you? I have
0: not, but I've been interested too.
1: It looks, looks fun. Yeah, definitely. Coming out again 2018, it's an Xbox One Windows quote unquote exclusive. Um, I don't know much about it though, do you?
0: No, I don't. I, it's been one of those things that I was like, I see it on sale or something, and I'm like, hey, maybe that sounds fun. Because it's kind of a, what is it? It's like a, it's a survival um, post-apocalyptic,
1: gamey gamey.
0: I, the word is slipping me, <laughs> but it's kind of like um, this is.
1: Oh, this is the one with all the zombies and yeah. the yeah 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 yeah. No, this does look really cool. Um, yeah, and
0: I, I, I've heard people love the 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 first one, and the, it has been kind of
1: remastered. And it's got like day some day. kind of base building and. Some strategy. Yeah, no, no. I remember seeing this. Yeah. It does look really interesting. Um, I don't know. Zombie post-apocalyptic games aren't always my jam, yeah, but sometimes I, they are. To me, they kind of ran
0: their course, so yeah. it's it we'll almost see. a little late to the, the punch, but at the same time, it's always fun, like in Dead Rising. Like, yeah. the, however many times you go back to the game, it's like fighting your way through swaths of zombies is always fun. I have fun. not
1: played that yet, but I really, really want to. I've almost picked up four a handful of times, so... Uh, next up is a game that I, eh, 2018, maybe, 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 maybe. PlayStation 4 exclusive, The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. The dig game, Dylan was not sure if it started with a T or an L. Yep. Um, I have actually not even watched the trailer for this yet, because I kinda, I I'm mean... Just gonna play it. I'll be honest, I have not beat The Last of Us Part 1 yet, <laughs> so we'll get there. I need to beat that, and I'm, I'm very excited. I mean, The Last of Us... Man, that intro, that that game's a a heart-wrenching, like, just the loss and the, man, so many people die. Um, But God, it's good. And I love the relationship between uh, Ellie, right? Yes. And Joel. Sure. Guy that's not her dad that acts like her dad. Um, It's a great game. um, And I'm really looking (laughs) forward to the next one. Um, I'm not a firm believer in 2018 for that one. Yeah. But as of right now, that is it comes what they're out, saying. there's not much more to say. No. If you're going to play it, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, next game, that was also one of those games that had a super, super gory, um, uh, it wasn't E3, it was, was it Paris Games Week trailer?
0: Yeah, that's what it was, it was Paris, because it wasn't, that's,
1: yeah. that's right. Uh, next game, uh, Dylan and I both played this at PAX West, it was UFO 50. Yeah. Um, this is a cool Idea. It's uh, being built by uh, the dude who made Spelunky and a bunch of his game developer buddies that have made some other pretty cool games. Um, the idea is that there was a uh, game development company called UFO um, in the probably 80s that kind of made a bunch of games, then went out of business. And then, you know, someone kind of discovered one of those like 50 in 1 carts that with a bunch of games that they'd made. And, and so these are all like. St- Think of them as maybe not quite full-size games, but, like, 75% of the size of a full-size game. Um, And they're in every single genre. We played, like, a platformer, and we played... A game where you, like, launch walruses? (laughs) The walrus launching game. the clouds? And there was a soccer game. But, you know, there's going to be adventure games and role-playing games, and there's going to be 50 of them. And it's coming out on the PC, and it's very retro eight 16-bit games, and it's really fun. It I, it very much looks to me like a bunch of developers are like, man, if I could make any game and didn't have to worry about whether it would sell or not, I'd make this game. <laughs> yeah, And uh, it kind of feeds into that kind of late 80s, early 90s, more late 80s where you could make a game like Attack of the Mutant Camels and go like, oh, yeah, people will buy this. Um, and it's it's uh, it was fun. The stuff we played was fun. Some of it's got, about a third of it's multiplayer, so something to to look out for. I think it's going to be pretty cheap too. Uh, another game that I played at Pax West. I don't think you I did. watched you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's called Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. Um, we've talked about it before. It's coming out very soon. It was actually supposed to be a 2017 game. I think their Steam page actually still says 2017. Um, that's not true anymore. <laughs> that's not true anymore. It's actually made by I didn't I didn't realize it until relatively recently. Um, when uh, the studio that made Gone Home and Tacoma formed, um, it was formed by three people, Steve Gaynor and then another person, I can never remember her name, and another guy, and I can never remember his name. And the guy who's making Where the Water Tastes Like Wine is that third is guy, that guy from Gone Home. So he was a developer on Gone Home, and then he he uh, split off to make uh, this game. He was a former uh, Bioshock developer that then went to make Gone Home and then is making Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. This game's written by... 25 different writers, um, and each writer contributed a set of stories to it. And the idea is you are traveling across the United States gathering stories in kind of a, an oral storytelling uh, tradition, yeah. and then using those stories to advance the game. Um, right. You you'd collect these stories and then tell them, them to people. To people who you think
0: would enjoy those stories, so they give you something that can yeah. progress you forward in that world. It's a
1: really, really, really interesting mechanic. The game visually is... Really cool and really interesting. the soundtrack is absolutely incredible um, very indie like this is a this is an indie game like you you know this is never gonna EA was never gonna publish this game, but I think I'm gonna love the crap out of it yeah. um, coming out on Windows. My guess would be in the next two or three months uh, I don't they haven't said that, but just based on kind of, of what I've heard, I think that's about what we're talking. Uh, Last game uh, is a game that was completely off my radar. Have you seen this at all? No. Nope. Yoshi. Apparently, they're making a new Yoshi game, and it looks absolutely freaking adorable. Uh, obviously, As Yoshi Switch does. He yeah, adorable. It's a very kind of cartoon or not cartoony, uh, kind of that uh, yarny looking Yoshi. Um, I don't think it is actually a yarn Yoshi. But yeah, but kind of small that, and fuzzy. Look. Yeah. The idea, like the entire level, looks like it's made. I don't know by like a twelve-year-old with cardboard and crayons and yarn, um, and they made like a diorama in the background. But Yoshi can walk in and out of those. Um, so there's a like a front side and a back side to every level. Um, it looks so cute. It looks absolutely. I mean, it's it's a Yoshi game. It's yeah. exactly. I mean, I loved
0: Yoshi Story on the N64, and
1: it's literally called Yoshi. Yeah,
0: as it should be. Nintendo
1: Six or not. Switch game coming out 2018 sometime. It's at this point probably my most anticipated Switch game. I'm yeah. sure there are others. Like I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah, was that
0: really like the only Switch game on here?
1: You know, and I, I kind of realized after I'd written Other the list like, that uh, there weren't uh, a ton of Switch games on the list. I'm sure, 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 there are a yeah. lot of great Switch games coming out. I think they're actually doing another Nintendo Direct. Yeah. This month, so I'm yeah. sure we're going to see a bunch more Switch stuff come down. It just hasn't, they've been they've been playing their release schedule kind of a lot closer to the vest Which than you'd think I they would. Love. Mm-hmm. When I love when I don't have to anticipate
0: a game for yeah. 18 months.
1: Wolfenstein, uh, New Colossus is coming out for the Switch this year. Ooh. <laughs> what a this is that's that's probably not where you want to play that game, yeah. But uh, you know, if it's, if it's what you got, do it, yeah. So that is our list of 28 games uh, that you in can 28? play on the Switch this year, mm. yeah. I, uh, if, it was kind of interesting going through our, because I went through our list from 20, the, the same list that we did for 2017, our most anticipated game of 2017, and of the, I think there was 24 games on that list, um, and at least six of them did not come out in 2017, so they got pushed. Um, if even 20 of these games releases in 2019, it's going to be a, a really, 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 let me say really one more time. Good year. Really. I'm excited. Strong. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to cough a lot. Because I'm sick. I'm on cough drop number three. It's a lot of cough drops. It's a lot of cough drops, and <clears throat> I can still just my throat's a mess. Uh, we're going to answer some questions real fast. And uh and then we're going to call this a day. Uh question number one is from Vinny. What up? So I learned um, over the weekend um, that there was a Vinny on uh, uh, Jersey Shore. Yeah. Does he talk like this Vinny talks? I don't know about this Vinny. This Vinny is more like a Sylvester Stallone Vinny. Interesting. I need uh, to find some. I've never seen the Jersey Shore. I need to find this Vinny and and compare him to your Vinny and see where they – yeah. Where they cross over? Is Vinny the Abs guy? I think he was the Abs guy. I don't know. I have. N- I don't have any idea.
0: I don't have any idea. What was the? What was Vinny the- was the one that people actually liked because I think he was like the nice guy.
1: I don't know. He, this weekend, he was explaining climate change to the president. So. Oh, really? On See, Twitter.
0: Yeah. That's, nice guy. That's the kind of guy. Right? Who was
1: the guy that didn't have a name? He was like the, the situation. The situation. My wife didn't realize the situation was actually a person she thought that was like a band or something. That's funny. I liked it. Yeah. Anyways, Vinny's question is Gaming is on the uprise, and 2017 proves that. Uh, some that would say it was arguably the best year of gaming due to vast amounts of innovative games were released in the past year in various different genres. Like I said, twenty twenty. 2006 was very good. Uh, Our friend Hans was arguing for 1981. I was not alive. Games can exist without you. So I can't put
0: in two cents or any cents.
1: What games of 2018 do you feel will continue to innovate the gaming industry as a whole? If not a specific game, how about a company or potentially even a new technology? Thoughts? Whew.
0: It's Um, good. To me... I think it's about giving gamers what they want, I think, whether that's, like, the games like Destiny and just different ways to play games, whether that's an ongoing game or a shorter game with a great story that doesn't have unnecessary multiplayer that took time to develop and to be more focused. Yeah. And I think we see more of that with, like, multiplayer online-specific games, they don't they they do one thing and they do it well. Yeah. And I think that's kind of, to me, what the future of games is. And I think we see a lot of that with good indie games, too, that they tell you good stories in a short amount of time that don't have extraneous parts to them. Um, and I think digital distribution has helped yeah,
1: kind of do that. So One thing that I'm hoping we see more of this year um, – and honestly, looking at that list, I'm not super hopeful for it, but who knows – um is more what people have been dubbing double A games. Um games like um Rhyme or games like um oh shoot. Uh Snooze Sacrifice, what's uh what's the main part of that called? Hellblade. Hellblade, thank you. Um games that are made by big teams but not triple A thousand person teams that are six to ten hours long. That just you know they get in, they say here's the story we're telling you go in, and you're done like that's the game I want to play in twenty eighteen is the six to twelve hour uh games that you know provide content but that don't require me to put sixty hours into them right um I'd love to see more of that in in twenty eighteen and like I said, looking at that list that's not what's on that list right but uh
0: because I you know those games don't get the kind of hype that these games do. These yeah. are the big...
1: But, I mean, man, there's something awesome about paying 30 40 bucks 40 for a game, getting it 8 hours, 10 hours, and just, you're done, you yeah. know? Um, doesn't need DLC, doesn't need, <laughs> you know, right. all these things. Um, and I, I also think that uh, hopefully 2018 is a year where we continue to see a lot of innovation in VR. Um, obviously, I paid a bunch of money for one of those silly hats, and uh, I'd like to uh, keep seeing content. Because I think that... Man, there's something there. I don't think people have quite figured out what it is yet, but it's coming. It's coming. It's right. uh, maybe 2018 will be the year, but maybe maybe 2020 is going to be the year of VR. Yeah, so right. I just people need to keep experimenting, keeping figuring out how to make let people run without throwing up. You know, right. the little things.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, to me, it kind of reminds me of in a way that game development has kind of caught up and allowed people that aren't the the blockbuster studios to make. Good games because they have an idea similar to, like, I mean, the way movies do the same thing yep. and have done for a while. Like, I mean, to me, like, when a movie like Reservoir Dogs came out or Pulp Fiction is like, that wasn't a big Hollywood movie. Like, that was a guy with was an, an indie idea film, yeah. who had, he was prepared to make this money for, I can't remember, like $30,000 yeah. or something. And then luckily, Harvey Keitel jumped on board and was able to help yeah. get a million or so dollars to make this movie and it ended up being great but it was like it was a guy with a passion and a vision and was able to make that happen yeah. and games have become come to a point where those kind of things happen and those those are what that's what challenges the industry right is like you're only as good as your competition. Yeah. You don't have to You don't have to
1: raise the bar if you are the bar, right? I, so. I love what's happening in the indie space right now. Yeah. And that was something that wasn't on the list we just talked about very much. Like, there were some indie games in there, but not probably as many as there could have been. So. Right. Because um, I think if you open up that floodgate, man, you could go on forever. Right. So, uh, next question from Jill Coleslaw again. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to push this one till next week because I think Adam's going to want to yeah, be here this for this. Is, so this is definitely an Adam. It's question. a good good question, Joe. But we're going to we're going to let Adam comment on this one. And so I'm going to skip straight over to uh, my friend Man Socks. Um, what is your favorite type of cereal, Dylan? Bootios. That's not a real cereal. Yeah, it is. That's, you've never eaten Bootios. I haven't yet. I
0: haven't bought a box. They sell them at Fye. Oh, um, the New Day on WWE. They uh, they have Bootios. They have their own cereal.
1: <sighs> I, I <laughs> he's at a loss for words. I like Crave. Um, it's real good. Um, um, I like the Reese's peanut butter cereal. Oh,
0: Reese's Puffs are, are real good, good. Right? Yeah. So. Um, Actually, like fruity pebbles, man. Oh, fruity pebbles are awful. What? Those are not good. No, fruity pebbles no. are great.
1: Um, I like a lot of the cereals. Yeah, though. I'm actually like, I like most of the cereals. Yeah. You know, one cereal I do not like though is Golden Grams. Like my kid adores Golden Grams. Uh, yeah, my I'd brother does awful. too. Not like that's not fair. They're not awful. They're awful.
0: But like, like if you want to eat cardboard, go ahead. Uh, awful. So
1: interesting enough, Man Socks's favorite. Uh, Man sockses. I don't know how to pluralize that name. Um, favorite cereal is Rice Krispies. I'm like, it's a that's terrible choice. He's like, boring. no, you like With throw sugar? in like a ton of sugar and milk. I'm like, oh, that's okay. not really fair. I can just.
0: Isn't I, that just frosted Rice Krispies then? In my milk, yeah. and eat that.
1: Anyway, Rice Krispies are good for making Rice Krispie yeah. treats. That's all right. Um, honeycombs are also delicious. Yeah, honeycombs, okay, they're a little big. A while, I wish honeycombs were a little smaller. Yeah. But uh, I I I like almost all the cereals I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of like the plain ones but like it's you know since you add a little bit of sugar or frosting on there I'm good. Sometimes honey bunches of oats are good too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like those. those I also really like 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 mucilized cereal like cereal flakes and a bunch of weird nuts and crap yeah. in them. Those are good. Uh, finally, we're going to talk cheap free games. Um, they're like I think the, the everyone gave away all the games they were going to give away in yep. uh, December. I swear to God, every dad come in, they're like, "Hey, have a free game." I'm like, "Thanks." Uh, so the big one we're going to talk about this week is the Humble Staff Picks bundle, um, which isn't great. Um, or more, just like I'm not familiar with many of the games on it, but if you've never played Bioshock Infinite, you can get it for five dollars and ninety two cents right like this a second. Good deal, yeah. For, so Bioshock Infinite for less than six bucks, and you'd also get a game called Tempest and um, Leit, <laughs> uh, Punch Club, Origami, Beholder, and then Bioshock Infinite. If you want to pay twelve bucks, you can get uh, some game called Oh, jeez. Shenzhen Io. Yeah. Anyway, sports charity. Charity's good. Do it. Uh, do it. They're they supporting water, which I believe gives uh, water to uh, developing countries. I think, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Anyway, that is us for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. We should have a fully functioning Adam. Uh, hopefully, I'll not be sick and coffee by then. I make no promises. Uh, but for now, you can find us at Bite Me By T-E, me podcast on all of your favorite social medias, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Mixer. As soon as I can talk again, I got all sorts of fun mixery toys for Christmas this year. Uh, mix it up. I got a, uh, a new microphone I'm excited to try. So I'm going to be trying to stream um, a couple times a week shortly in the very, very early morning and very, very late night. So subscribe there. You'll be able to see when I go online. Um Let's see. Where else can you find us? We have a Facebook group that is, uh we're kind of doing some stuff in. Um, it's kind of cool, too, because with a Facebook group, you can post things as well. So, like, you know, you can just look at our Facebook page. But if you join our Facebook group, you can uh, throw cool games at us, th- th- cool articles, cheap deals, that kind of stuff. Uh, that's actually, you know, all content is created by all of us. So that's a fun place yeah. to go. Uh, We do have a Discord that is full of shiny, happy people. Uh, It's been a little quiet around Christmas, so if you came in and it was a little dead, it was just because we were all on vacation or tired or um, hiding in a closet because it was Christmas. I spent a lot of my Christmas hiding in a closet, I'll be honest. Uh, So come hang on our Discord. uh, But uh, until next week.